We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I am your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate. I think there's a congratulations in order for you. How you doing? I'm doing okay. We uh, we lost, and we are finally eliminated from the playoffs, which is a tough one. But um, yeah, it's 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 tough right now. It is. I I, I agree. I, I do think. Uh, you know, losing anything, especially with the team you guys had there at Orange Lutheran, is 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 tough, and especially, and I don't want to bring bring it back, but losing league the way you guys lost league is kind of tough, as well. And I, I, everybody's been there, so I know that it gets better. I know you got summer ball coming up here, so it's gonna. I promise it'll get better. There's more baseball in your future, even if it yeah. isn't Angels baseball. You know, which is probably a good thing because it's probably pretty similar to heartbreak. You know, but. Uh, but, yeah, the congratulations is that you predicted last night's game, or I guess tonight's game because we're recording this tonight, uh, you predicted the score. Congratulations on that. You won a I, – I got nothing for you there, big guy. So, congratulations, though. I don't know if that's good, though. I mean, I, I was hoping that picking against Andrew Heaney would kind of work how it's worked for me, and it did not work out that way. So, uh, Angels lose a tough one. They do, they do, but we'll, you know we'll get to that in a second. I have a question for you. We were talking about this off the record, so let's bring it on the record. What would you rather draft in the first round, a position player or a pitcher? I still want to go pitching, and I think part of that... Uh, no, 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 that, this isn't a question. This isn't the question about the Angels. It's for you. If you're well, building a team, who, who, you, who are you drafting? Can I draft a two-way? Sure, you draft. I mean, there's there's plenty of good two ways. We're gonna I, I I'm gonna get Taylor Blake Ward on to talk about the draft eventually. But but yeah, there there are plenty of good two ways out there. Well, decent two ways out there. So yeah yeah you, you can. I I would rather draft college arm honestly. Like I I think college arms get to the bigs relatively fast. I mean you you've seen guys like Chris Sale, Garrett Crochet 
who have came, come up really, really quickly. Um, and, and I think just they're more, they're a little bit more polished. They've, if they've had their Tommy John, it's already in the past. They're not having to worry about that because it seems like every high school kid now needs TJ. Um, I, I think you can go out and buy quality hitting. Um, especially if you look at the angels, like we have bought a lot of, a lot of hitting and we've also drafted a lot of hitting. And I think that it's not really a good recipe. You, you got to do one of either buy all your hitting and draft all pitching or draft all hitting and, bu- and buy pitching, but you can't do, you can't just get all hitting. I I'm kind of opposite with you. I, I agree that you can't just, yeah. you know, do what the angels are, are doing here. But I, I'm I'm a huge fan of draft offense, draft high school offense, like the Angels had been doing with with Billy Epler and even with Reed Detmers. It is what it is. That was kind of a need, best available. Well, not really best available. That was like a need pick. I I would have picked Ed Howard last year. That's just me. I I you know I think I think Ed Howard, one of the better guys in the draft, went to the Cubs. So be it. I, I'm not the guy who drafts. I'm not. Nobody, I don't have input. I don't think any of us have input, but I, I just think that you can you can buy pitching. I know that hasn't been a, a great recipe for success for the Angels, but if you get a young core of, I guess it could go either way. I mean, I don't know if there's a correct answer, but if you get a young core like the Tigers have pitching-wise, or if you get a young core like the Cubs had when they won the World Series, I mean, it's, I, I think that both teams are in the right we're in the right direction. I mean, we saw the Cubs win a World Series, and and we're extremely successful. And we saw we're, we're gonna see the Tigers be very successful in the real near future. We we really will be, and they're coming to town next week, and it, it it's gonna be really fun. I think Casey Mize is coming back up. I think we're gonna see Matt Manning. We're gonna see. I think Bo Burrows is is still pitching. Actually, he might not still be down the minors. So there, there's a lot of really interesting things I, I was just kind of wanting to get your input I know we were talking about this off the record I wanted to bring it here and talk about it and it's always it's always an interesting time especially with the draft very very soon around the corner I know there is still a lot of stuff left for the draft until what is it the middle early early to mid-July but regardless I, I think it'll be very interesting to see what the Angels do under new ownership and like I said we're gonna get Taylor Blake Ward on to talk draft because he is the draft guy <laughs> he is he's the man when it comes to the draft so nate you're going pitching any you said college pitching right yes college pitching i'm with you on that i'm not a huge fan of high school pitching unless it's you know they're gonna be a dude like hunter green was the last high school pitcher that i think i would have would have drafted at the spot like Nick Bitsko last year was a lot of fun. I, I think that he's going to be a star for the Tampa Bay Rays. I think he went to the right organization. I think I think this year I, I really like Andrew Painter. Jackson Job is super interesting when, when it comes down to it. And I know that most of you guys are saying, Jared, who are these people? And, and I promise we'll, we'll talk about it eventually. But, yeah, I, I'm just not a fan of – I'm not a fan of high school pitching. I think that that's a, just a recipe for disaster. If I'm going to go high school, it's going to be an, an athlete – it's going to be a dude that has a lot of potential and it's going to be it's just going to be somebody that kind of can do it all in that Joe Adele, Jordan Adams, I mean we saw them go Jeremiah Jackson, Brandon Marsh and hey look, those are some of the Angels top prospects right now. We're just waiting to see, you know, what ends up coming out of it. So, I I'm on the hitting side. I like I like prep prep well, high school, which is prep uh it, position players, you know, whether it's an outfielder, whether it's an infield, I like athleticism. 
Nate, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm either way. I just don't like high school pitching. I'm not a fan of drafting that. I, the only reason why I like to draft college pitching and pitching in general is because when you're getting pitchers of free agency, they're 31, 32, um, and there's just a lot of wear and tear on the arm. And you've seen kind of what the Angels have have added in free agency when it's come to those type of arms. Um, if you just continue to draft pitching and you're letting those guys go at age 31, maybe you're getting the best part of their career because you don't typically see pitchers get better with age. You typically see them start to lose velo and, and everything as they get older. So that's why I like pitching. Well, this kind of brings up an interesting point here that, that you know you kind of bring up is going back to the Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg, Anthony Rendon sweepstakes, would you have rather dished out the money for Garrett Cole? No. Um, I mean, I, I would have definitely loved to have Garrett Cole, but I'm, I'm not paying him that kind of money um, for the back end of his career. I, I actually really, really like the, the way the Dodgers do things, and I know that sounds terrible as an Angel fan. No, I, I, I agree with you. I, I love what the Dodgers do, so you can continue. But they draft a lot of pitching. I mean, you look at the pitchers that they've gotten in the draft. Yeah, some of them have not been early, but they've developed pitching. And they sign their own guys, which I think is huge. And then they're willing to give guys a lot of money in short terms. And I think that's the best way to do things is to sign hitters, you know, four to six years and give them $35 million instead of giving them $28 million for 10 years. I think that's where you get the best out of them. Uh, you might not always get the big fish free agent, but when you do, you're going to get a more successful career out of them than signing, you know, Robinson Cano, Albert Pujols, ten years, three hundred million, and just hoping that they're so good in the first four years that you forget how bad they are in the last three years. It's hard to it's hard to forget how somebody finishes. I, I'll I'll tell you that much. Like you can have all all the success in the world the first couple of years, but when it when it comes down to how somebody finishes, C.J. Wilson is a perfect example of this. You you kind of forget about how good a player was. You you really do. I mean, same can be said with anybody though. Like I feel like Babe Ruth was that same way. Like if you're a you were a Braves fan back when he played with the Braves for like that. 30, 50 games, whatever, however many games Babe Ruth played, I'm sure that everybody was like, oh, Babe Ruth sucks. And, and I mean, people probably forgot about what he did in New York, and this is probably a really bad example, but, you know, it makes makes some sense. So, Nate, anything else you got on you want to talk about with this draft? Like I said, we're probably going to have a huge draft, uh, draft podcast soon, eventually, to talk about all this. We're just kind of waiting for everything to cool down and kind of, I guess, get more news about everything. So, you got anything else, though? Um, for for Angel fans, watch the College World Series this weekend, and if you get a chance, watch Ty Madden pitch out of Texas. He should throw um, in their first game. I think Texas plays on Saturday um, in their first game, and that's a kid that you want to watch because it, I, I would love the Angels to draft that kid. He He's very talented, runs it up to 97, 98 with a really, really good slider. Um Obviously, we would all love to see Kumar and Lighter fall to the Angels, but I think a realistic guy is Ty Madden, and I would watch him on, uh, on in his College World Series start this weekend. Yeah, I think that's you know a, a bad kept. I don't even know if it's like secret or not, but it, it's it's something that it makes it makes sense, doesn't it? You know, 
like the Angels need pitching. I'm sure that another interesting thing if you're watching the World Series to look at is look at look at the stands. See if you can find some somebody you might know. Wink, wink, Perry Manassian might be there. You're going to see a lot of GMs. I'm sure Jerry Depoto will be there. I, maybe not. I feel like a lot of teams already have reports on guys already, but it's never a bad thing to, to keep going and, and getting those reports and figuring out what you want, especially with that first-round pick. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Go watch, see, let's, I, I'm going to work on Saturday, but definitely go watch Madden. Go watch Rocker. I don't think Leiter has a chance, but, you know, there's a lot of interesting guys. You never know who you're going to see in the College World Series. And, you know, there, there could be relievers. There could be some ran, kind of random-ish position players that you see the Angels picking that, you know, if you were watching, you'd be like, oh, I kind of know about this guy. It's kind of kind of cool. So, yeah, with that, guys, I just want to say thank you so very much for listening to this podcast and making us the best Angels podcast out there. I truly believe that we are the best Angels podcast out there. If you want to follow us on any of our social medias, go do that real quick. Press pause. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We would greatly appreciate it. You can follow myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tims. You can follow Nate at NateGreen34. Guys, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Leave us a little review. Say hi. Totally fine with it. You know, even if you want to slide into any of our DMs, I'm I'm totally fine with that. Say hi. See what's going on. Happy to talk baseball with all y'all. So let's get this started here. Let's recap tonight's game. I guess last night's game. You listen to this. And it's it was a... Nate, is this the weirdest lineup that you've seen the Angels put out there? Weirdest? I don't know. I saw the double-A lineup they pulled out there, and, I mean, yeah, it was a strange one, but you do remember the double-A lineup from, like, a month ago, right? I do. Is that when we were talking, like, Phil Gosselin and all this weird stuff? I, I think I remember what you're talking about, but, but tonight's lineup was a little weird. I mean, Jose Iglesias batting third. I know he's been pretty hot. Jared Walsh batting fourth, no surprise. Ward batting fifth. Wong, Wong batting sixth. Suzuki batting seventh. I'm not, I don't understand, you know, the whole Suzuki thing. I, I feel like Max Dashi should be in there. Four games out of five, but I know you're going to tell me, Jared, he had hip replacement surgery. I'm, I'm totally, I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I'm good with him sitting some games. I do like David Fletcher batting in the nine hole, though. I'll tell you that. I, I feel like at one point he was batting 200, and now I'm looking at it, and he's batting 272 with a 619 OPS and it's I know the Angels lost tonight and I know I don't you know you're not supposed to look at batting average or anything like that but you know David Fletcher getting getting a little hot is is kind of a good thing too so I don't know I I feel like this is a really weird lineup I mean Justin Upton's leading off anytime you have Justin Upton leading off and you know Jose Iglesias in the three hole I feel like it's just a weird lineup yeah absolutely and uh, we've seen Upton lead off for I don't know what has it been about three weeks now but uh, I still find it odd. I know he's swinging it pretty good right now, and that's kind of why they're they're probably sticking with it because it's working. But yeah, it it definitely was an interesting lineup to see Iglesias in the three hole. Um, I mean, there's just so many different things they could have done. Like you could have let off Otani. You could have um, you could have had Ward in the three hole. You could have had Lagars in the three hole. They fit Lagars three four a lot. I, I don't know. It was definitely an interesting lineup. Yeah, and I get that. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I understand that Joe Madden wants lefty or righty, lefty, righty, lefty, righty. I think Keen Wong's a lefty, if I'm not mistaken. Then you go righty, righty, righty at the end of the lineup. So I, I get it. I get that that whole thing, and it, it's it's fine with me. It takes away pitching matchups, but I I, I just like to see the Angels put out a really good lineup. And I, I know it hurts that we'll talk about Anthony. Actually, 
let's just talk about Rendon right now. He's he's out two to three days at the moment, supposedly. Uh, there were reports that Luis Renifo is with the team right now, so everybody's just hoping he's not going to go on the DL with that right tricep strain? Was that what it was? Yeah. Tricep yes. strain. Yeah, so hopefully it's not too bad of a strain, and we see Rendon back in the lineup real soon. I know the injury bug has kind of hit him quite hard this year, and it's it's been unfortunate, but we'll just kind of have to wait and see. Hopefully, I, I think we see Renifo up tomorrow anyways, just because I think that they're going to put down a, some type of pitcher. I think you need you got to you got to do something else. Or Keen Wong gets sent down. I, I, I'm not too sure. We'll just kind of have to wait and see. But uh, back on to the recap. Angels lose 6-4. After winning six straight, they've dropped two in a row. The, we'll kind of go over what the Angels have tomorrow or today when you're listening to this podcast in, in a few minutes. But, you know, Shohei Otani hit a home run. Absolute laser beam. Uh, Jared Walsh hit another home run. And it, it just, you know, wasn't meant to be. Uh, Andrew Heaney, who I will talk about in a second, Nate. I know you want to talk about Andrew Heaney. I know it's your favorite person to talk about. Went five innings, gave up five hits, three runs, one walk on six strikeouts. Nate, say it right now. Just go ahead and say it. If that's not the most Andrew Heaney start, I don't know what is. I mean, you can almost mark it down. And and if you, if you guess that every time he goes out there, you're probably going to be right seven out of ten times. Okay, I'm not even going to look at it right now, but go on. If you're listening to this, go on to Fangraphs and let let me know how often Nate's right. I'd I'd like to know that. How how often does Andrew Heaney go for that so close to a quality start? Because quality starts get kept so much. You know that five to six innings range, giving up scattering like five to seven hits, giving up three to four runs, walk or walking a guy or two, and then striking out six to. 10 guys in a in, in an outing It'd be kind of interesting to see actually I'm, I'm not going to go look at it but i'm sure nate is probably fairly right and angels just couldn't solve frankie montas on the other side so yeah it's um it's tough right now <laughs> i feel like we say that it's such a roller coaster ride you know like oh the angels lost two in a row and it's tough but i mean these are some these are some big games that the angels you know should play decent in. and it's, it's really only been two bad innings that the angels have had the angels gave up a a three spot in the in the sixth inning, which which really hurt them after they took out Andrew Heaney, and uh, the same goes for last night or two nights ago. I think they put the A's put up a five spot in the third inning, if I'm not mistaken, and you know it was all downhill from there. Actually, they put up a seven spot on on Bundy, didn't they? Well, I was thinking of another game clearly, but but yeah, it's 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 tough right now. And before we get on to the minor league recap, let's. Let's talk about all-star voting, Nate, because I know we want to talk about that last night. We kind of blanked on it, and seeing Shohei Otani and Jared Walsh hit a couple home runs, I feel like we can talk about all-star voting, and Mike Trout leads the outfielders, and it might be interesting to see if he's back in time to play in the all-star game, but I have to assume that he'll get to the all-star game to some degree, and it'll be a lot of fun to see Shohei Otani. I I think that we actually see him. I think that, especially with the way he's hitting the ball right now and pitching the ball, It'll. It, there's no way you can't put him there. But anybody else besides those two guys, I think Jared Walsh should be there as well. But anybody else besides, I guess, those three guys that you can see getting getting there? No, and I believe Shohei Otani leads the designated hitter spot as well for the All-Star game. Um, I, I think when you look at what the All-Star game, if it was this weekend, who would make the team as a starter, I think the fans have done a pretty good job. Um, I really do. I, I don't think there are too many snubs from 
it, it really feels like the best 18 guy or 17 guys are are winning their votes right now. I don't feel like it's four or five years ago where it's all the Red Sox fans voting for every single Red Sox or all the uh, Cub fans voting for every single Cub. It, it really feels like the right 17 guys are in first place as of this second. I agree. I do. I, I actually, I went on and did that because I like to do like a, a random, not really a random, but I like picking the guys like this is how the all-star lineup should go if I had, you know, to vote. And I, I don't like to vote anyways, but, but yeah, the fans are doing a really good job this year with picking the right guy, like on both sides, even um, Adam Frazier of the Pittsburgh Pirates, I think is leading second baseman, <laughs> which is quite impressive for a Pirates guy and the Pirates aren't good at all. So it, it, that's that's impressive. I like when, I like seeing that. It's it's a good thing. I think the Angels might. I know I didn't. I know it's hard to get a reliever in there, especially if you're not a, you know, a dude. You don't have a lot of saves, or if you're not on a bad team that doesn't have one. But I think Rysila Iglesias has been really good as of late, and I'm not saying that he should make it, but there should be some type of consideration, especially going back to what you know he did to start the season off. I know it wasn't exactly what he wanted, but there's that. Again, David Fletcher is another guy who I know that second base is a very good position, but he's been red hot as of late. Even Jose Iglesias hasn't been too bad. I know there's a lot of good shortstop and everybody's probably going to be laughing at me, but I mean, the Angels have a lot of interesting candidates and, and heck, Kurt Suzuki, I think, was fifth in catchers. So I know that it's Kurt Suzuki and we all laughed at that, but hey, you never know. With a 38-year-old, I think 38-year-old might actually you know, be able to push for it, but Man, Stassi has been a lot of fun too. So, let's get on and to what? What were we gonna say? I was gonna say Joe Man did okay. Otani hitting and pitching in the All Star game, which that would be amazing. First time ever, I believe that would happen. And could you imagine Shohei Otani like DHing to start the game and then goes in to pitch about the third or fourth inning after his second AB gets the next couple guys out? you know, strikes out the side or something after getting hit in a home run and he wins all-star game MVP as the first pitcher and hitter in the game. That that would be something special. You almost have to give him the MVP, especially if he, you know, I, I don't, well, we'll see what he does, you know, and, but if he got a hit as he start, I would assume he'd start. If he got a hit and then came in and struck out two guys, you almost have to, like it, it's never happened before in an all-star game. I, I know that's, that's kind of weird to think that, and it's kind of me sitting here begging for it, but uh, it, it just makes too much sense. Like you, you almost have to give it to him just because it hasn't never happened before, and and it's it's tough to win the the All Star Game MVP. It really is, and and I hope we get to see him in the home run derby because I want to see how far he can hit home runs. That would be a lot of fun. That would be a, that would be a treat to see a Shohei Otani just 115 mile an hour tanks, just letting him letting him just unleash on balls that like shouldn't be unleashed on and hopefully Ipe pitching to him just kidding that won't happen but sorry to remember course so oh could you imagine God. how deep he's gonna hit balls in course if Rob Manfred isn't on his knees begging I won't say what I was actually thinking but on his knees begging Shohei Otani to hit in the home run derby and begging the best players to hit in the home run derby he's an absolute idiot the fact that he's trying do we even need to get into it the the whole sticky stuff right now and you're and nobody's talking about who the home run derby should be because they're in cores where the ball absolutely takes off and you better have the 
best home run hitters. Like, you could have the best ever. Like, you could juice the balls as much as you want. <laughs> you can, you have Coors Field, you have the perfect conditions for absolute tanks. I mean, honestly, there could be some guys hitting 550 foot home runs in the home run derby. I wouldn't put it past them. Like, I, I am, I'm getting really excited about the home run derby right now. I totally forgot it was in Colorado because of everything that, that happened, and I, I hate politics, but it's cool that it's in Colorado and we get to see, hopefully, Shohei Otani hit some absolute nukes there. So let's get on to a little bit of a minor league recap. And it was actually a pretty fairly good night in the minor leagues for all teams. The uh, Salt Lake Bees won. Actually, they lost 12-7. to they, they were out for a little while and ended up losing 12-7. to Joe Waddell went 2-4, for four, hit a home run and a double, had three RBIs and two runs, only struck out once, improving his OPS to 1.018. On the pitching side of things, you know, it was a typical night for uh, for pitching in any AAA ballpark. You can tell by the score and, you know, not a lot of interesting things there. Other than uh, Matt Theis caught, uh, Anthony Bimboon started in left field, and Drew Butera played first base. Does any of that ever happen at the major league level, Nate? Matt Theis could catch an inning emergency guy i think he could start a game at the major league level i really do like i just i i posted a video a couple days ago of him throwing somebody out of second base and it was like oh he actually looks like a catcher like that makes sense but yeah seeing those three guys is kind of funny you know playing three different positions like that so down to double a rocket city trash pandas won eight to six they are now 19 and seven on the year they've been red hot as of late i think they've won eight in a row i i could be wrong but They've at least won eight of their last nine. Um, when it look when you look at the hitters down there, Dalton Pompey hit a home run his third of the year. Mitch Nay hit his seventh of the year. Izzy Wilson hit his double A South leading eleventh of the year. Izzy Wilson's kind of an interesting guy. Not a huge fan of his swing, but it's it's something to keep an eye on, especially with this power that's all of a sudden come out of nowhere. Uh, when you look at Angels prospects pitching wise, Oliver Ortega got the win through two innings. Gave up a hit, struck out one. Connor Higgins got the, the save. His fifth of the year, somebody who I think could help out the Angels right now, but it probably won't happen. He got the save, pitched one inning, and gave up one walk on one strikeout. As we go down to high A, the Tri-City Dust Devils, they end up winning 3-2 to two on a walk-off. I don't know who hit the walk-off, unfortunately. I, I apologize. I should know that, but when it comes to the players... Jordan Adams is the big one. He came back off that IL. I think he was dealing with some type of leg issue. Don't quote me on it. It might have been a hamstring with how long he was out for. But it's good to see one of the top prospects and Nate's favorite prospect. He is still your favorite prospect, right, Nate? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Nate's favorite prospect playing again, and he went one for four. He just had a single, but again, still good to see him. And Nate, he had an error, so are you going to be upset about that? First game back, it happens. Oh my god, you, you, we, we just talked about Joe Adele having an error last night, and you know now we're going to give it to uh, you're going to give a, a hall pass to Jordan Adams making a fielding error. You know, we we didn't actually get to see the play. There, there's a lot of different things with All this. Right. I'm I, done. I've I'm done with your Joe excuses. I'm done with your excuses. Let's move on to the pitching. Hector Yan <laughs> had his first really good start of the year. I. It's something that I think everybody's been kind of waiting for. One of the Angels' top pitching prospects, depending on who you're talking to, pitched six innings, gave up two hits, walked two, didn't give up any runs. He struck out 10. Along the way, uh, Colt Ingram 
who the Angels signed actually out of, I, I think Colt Ingram was actually pitching an independent league, and he's now up to high A. And then Zach Christofag actually got the win tonight. He blew a save, but he got the win tonight, which is good to see that. I think the former, he was a top 10 rounder out of Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. I could totally be wrong, but something somebody to keep an eye on as far as that goes. And finally, on to low A, the Inland Empire 66ers lost to Lake Elsinore Storm 6-2. to They decrease, I guess you can't really say improve, but they, they moved to 16-20. and Sean Knowles went one for four. Jose Bonilla, who was it? Jose? Oh, Jose Reyes. Sorry, I apologize about that. Jose Reyes went two for four with a home run and a double. And Jeremiah Jackson didn't play. He hasn't played in a little while. Something that I think we're going to have to monitor. I've heard some things, but I don't think that it's anything that needs to be said yet. Uh, Robinson Pena, who just got demoted down to low A, pitched seven innings, gave up two hits. Struck out nine, so we'll just kind of see where that goes there. So, Nate, let's get on to our final thoughts. Anything you have to say, final thought-wise? Can can we show up against the good pitching staff? That's that's all I want to see is the Angels do something against the good pitcher. Um, I am excited, though, for this weekend. Matt Manning will be making his Major League debut against the Angels, so that'll be really fun to see. That, that's actually just going to be a really fun series from a pitching standpoint. Manning's going to start. Mize is going to start. I think uh, Scoobol is going to start as well. Scoobol, um, I think they're going to start three of their kids this weekend, which is going to be really fun to see. So um, I'm excited for this weekend. Hopefully uh, the Angels can avoid the sweep and head back home against Detroit for three out of four. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I think that I think the Angels lose tomorrow, just because I I got to be the opposite. You know, I need to I need to bring the juju the opposite way. I think the Angels lose tomorrow. Unfortunately, I I don't know why, but that's just my two cents on it. I I don't think I have any other reason than that. Got an early game tomorrow, the matinee game, the moving day game, in a sense, I think is what they call it. And yeah, I, I it sounds like you want to be on a Tigers podcast as well, Nate. Though I'm extremely excited to see these this Tigers pitching staff. We we just talked about them, and I, I'm excited to see what they they have in store as well. So, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You can follow myself at Jared underscore Tim's on Twitter. You can follow Nate at NateGreen34. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Give us a little bit of a review. And, guys, have a great rest of your day. <laughs>
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.